you make the case in the book that in their professional duties, effectively our national security establishment has been derelict because of the way that we have failed to identify our enemies and failed to confront them without rules of engagement that are absurd and all the litany of other issues. Speak a little bit to that, the dereliction of professional duty. Well, I, I think my great frustration is, is you get to a certain point, you know, going back to being brought onto the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the targeting division, I'm a reserve officer. I mean, I'm a professional attorney, a member of the bar. I had all my, all my credentials to be the officer at the level I was at. I was even working on a master's degree at the National Joint Military Intelligence College on terrorism, as a matter of fact. But when you get there and you realize these are the pros been doing it for a career, you're coming there thinking, I will never catch up to these people. So I better, you know, do my job and go home and read a book on terrorism. And I, I started reading some of the stuff at Barnes & Noble that everybody else was reading. I said, this is garbage. And then I started going and going to some other place. I said, this, this is not it. And I finally went to a, uh, a mosque associated bookstore, associated with the Darl Hidra Mosque. It's the Holoko bookstore. And I bought some books. And I thought, oh, this was a mistake because every one of the books I bought here are all talking about terrorism. At the time, I was working on the idea that there is this there's this massive fight inside Islam at the doctrinal level that's raging. And it took me a while and a couple thousand dollars worth of, worth of this books written by Muslims, for Muslims, sold inside Islamic streams of commerce to realize, no, I've read enough of this to realize that that's what it is. And I started to realize that our cultural experts who are on our side to help defeat it, whenever we would raise a question, their answer was, well, that's not my Islam. But whenever we talked to Brotherhood people when they were you know, being interrogated, or whenever we talked to Al-Qaeda or we read their stuff, they're quoting the people I read in those books. And I could look it up and say, yep, that's what they said. And I could go into what are called tafsirs, would explain what that quote means, and said, that's what it means. And that was written 800 years ago. That was written 900 years ago. That was written 400 years ago. This was written in Iraq. Today it was Iraq. This was written in Cordova, what is today Spain. It didn't seem to matter what century, what school of Sunni law it was, if they all said the same thing. And then I realized there may be great controversy inside the Muslim community about the willingness to fight jihad, but there's no question that when the Brotherhood talks about this, that, that is what it says. And, and, or when Al-Qaeda, you know, adjusting for the fact that they're Wahhabists, that, that as a practical matter, that is what it... They're doing what it says, and they can fall back on clear histories you know, that are they don't have to torture. And I started to realize the people who are helping us were marooning us in narratives. And increasingly those narratives were where we brought all elements of national power to bear, and in bringing them to bear on there, we were fighting a mirage. And all the time we have Al-Qaeda rolling us up. We have the Brotherhood here rolling us up. And I used to joke that I think that the, one of the biggest struggles the Brotherhood in D.C. had was driving out of the parking lot of the national security agencies or the FBI or the DHS, knowing that they couldn't start laughing until they cleared the parking lot cameras. I mean, this is not even close. There, there's no, it, it's, it's staggering. So we bring this back to your question on, on what do our national security orders, uh, leaders have a duty to well, I, I kind of identify there's two duties. If they're professionals, and they are, you know, as a lawyer, you know that there's malpractice. Malpractice is something you bring against professionals when they fail a professional standard, okay? 
the professional standard you've heard of when you watch TV shows is for the average person, there's no reason why someone would know something. But for you, the professional, you either knew or should have known what was the object of your profession. So you can't argue a lack of knowledge because you had a duty to know. And it turns out, like for lawyers, for example, um, professional uh, legal ethics for lawyers, which have the force of law for a lawyer, you will have a, the Supreme Court of a state or one of its created uh, bring those ethics to bear against you with the force of law. So you, I don't want to make it out like this ethereal uh, legal ethics. Rule 1.1 of the model rules of legal ethics is you have a duty to be competent. And the first rule of competency is the duty to know. Well, so I basically started realizing that every time I was up against these professionals and the higher up you went, the more locked in this became. Okay. So in other words, at the higher levels, they are more unaware or they intentionally, will, willfully blind towards the threat. Willfully blind and willfully blind, but also because they become so enmeshed in the narrative, they don't, they lose the ability to even understand that they don't even know what they're talking about because they're following these narratives. So there's the duty to be competent, and, the, and as I make the malpractice argument, because it's a lot easier to make that. A lot of people on Capitol Hill who are elected were either lawyers or businessmen or doctors who knew what due diligence was and knew what they had to do to stay out of court as professionals. And if you can convince them of this argument, that bootstraps it to other things. But there's the other duty. The other duty for people in the national security community is a duty to support and defend the Constitution. And in that duty, it makes it clear. I argue that the Constitution wasn't written to write some romantic language about swearing to the Constitution because it doesn't mean anything. It's swearing to support and defend the Constitution because it's telling you that at the end of the day, you exist to defend that. And anything that gets in the way of that is subversion. Now, I don't mean that in the harsh sense that I mean in like go prosecute somebody. But you never take your eyes off the ball. So here's the point I get to. For those who violate their duty to be competent as professionals, why shouldn't it be understood to be their violation of their duty to support and defend? When you get to the point where you have these people chasing after political science or anthropological narratives that then become models that exist almost solely to divert people's attentions away from the facts on the ground, to, to, to create the ability that you could call it a war on terror because it's too politically incorrect to say it's Al-Qaeda, and Al-Qaeda exists to implement Islamic law and to reestablish the caliphate because that would cause our allies to be, un, you know, not, not, not like it. Never asking, well, if they don't like it, why don't they stop Al-Qaeda, you see? That that becomes the key question. That, you know, at a certain point, I'm not talking about doing some hard, you know, thing. You, you reintroduce these ideas with the idea of re-implementing this concept, you know. You did take an oath to support and defend the Constitution. And I know that today's narrative says that that makes you a violent extremist. <laughs> but why then are you in a government position where you're sworn to do that and you are willfully not doing that? Because, you know, at a certain point, you have to understand that political correctness isn't something that exists in the air. It's the enforcement mechanism that once violent extremism for the specific purpose of displacing the constitutional mandate, in my opinion. 